Thank you, Gary. I'm Rob, and I'm a compulsive overeater. This is the Voices of Recovery for 6 November. Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. That is Tradition 5. I love this fellowship. I want all of us to find a lasting recovery that allows us to change. The greatest gift I can give other compulsive eaters is the same gift they have given me, proving by example that spiritual, emotional, and physical healing are truly attainable. As I find a fuller and richer recovery, I want to help others recover too. What does it take? A simple commitment to share my recovery, not only within my group, but with sponsors and sponsees at other meetings and beyond OA. I ask my higher power to help me recognize situations in which I can reach out and to guide me toward wise words and pure motivations. I commit to doing my best to strengthen the fellowship so it will live on for all those who keep trying to fill their souls with fast food and quick fixes. Those who still suffer are our lifeblood, and we are theirs. Thank you for letting me be a service. I'm Sharon Compulsive Overeater Anorexic Bulimic, and um, I have, at this time, I have 11 years um, uh, abstinence at this time, and uh, that has been an absolute blessing to me. I have been um, removed from the uh, compulsion to overeat pretty much anything. Um, uh, food is not an issue for me today. I don't have a food issue. I have life issues. And so that's what I'm going to talk about most. I will start out by saying, and I have to say, I, my story may not be your story because I am a sugar addict, pure and simple. You know, I never overate on cheeseburgers. I never overate on mashed potatoes. I never overate on anything except sugar. But I could eat massive quantities of sugar and on any given day. And when I came to OA this time, 11 years ago, that was all I was eating. I would get up in the morning and I would go to school and I would have this particular candy that comes in individually wrapped pieces and I would cruise on those all morning. I'd have one of those in my mouth all morning and then I would go to lunch and I would buy two of those great big, you know, candy bars and um, I would um, eat those for lunch along with a Diet Coke and <laughs> Then I would um, um, cruise on some more of the candy in my drawer for the rest of the afternoon. And by the time I got home, I was usually so sick, I didn't want anything else. But if I did, it was sugar. Um, and I was gaining weight at a prodigious rate. My highest weight is 226 pounds. Um, my current weight loss, when I, because I came in before I got back up to that weight, so my current weight loss is only 60 pounds because I had, I knew, I knew where I was headed. I knew I was headed up over 200 pounds and I'm only five feet tall, if that gives you a frame of reference. So I was quite, quite big and um, suffered from all the things we all suffered from, the bad knees, the bad feet, the bad back, the high blood pressure. I was not diabetic, amazingly. I still don't know how I have escaped being diabetic. Um, with all the sugar I've eaten in my life, surely my pancreas must be just dying. But I'm, thank you, God, I'm not. And um, 
So I came into the program, well, I'll just real briefly tell you, I um, came from a, as so many of us did, I came from a, an alcoholic, violent alcoholic, abusive home and um, got out of there at 18 by the usual method for girls getting married. And that marriage didn't last that long, but it got served the purpose of getting me out of my house. And um, at that time, my compulsive overeating was, was present, but my weight wasn't a huge concern. And it was, um, I mean, I was maybe five to 10 pounds overweight and that was all. But um, I tried, you know, the, the pay and way I paid, tried all kinds of things, but I couldn't lose that weight. Uh, where I started to get into really serious trouble weight-wise was when I had my first child. I gained 80 pounds with him. And, um, and then, of course, when I had the baby, I was still left with over 60 pounds to lose. And I could not lose it. I could not even begin to lose it. I had no idea how to lose it. And so I had heard of OA before. And so I went into OA, and this is back in 1977. And I went into OA and um, they said, get a sponsor. And I had known some people in one of the other anonymous programs and I knew that getting a sponsor was important. So I did. I grabbed the first woman I saw and I said, will you be my sponsor? And she said, yes. And she says, okay, here's what you're going to eat because this is back in the day of the gray sheet. And they handed you a food plan. Here it is. You're going to eat this and nothing else. And um, she says, you're going to have to give up sugar. And I said, <laughs> I can't do that. And she said, yes, you can. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. Other people may be able to, but I can't. I haven't had a day without sugar in it since I was probably born. And she says, well, you can. And I said, no, I really can't. And we argued back and forth. And finally, she said, okay, stop. Let's just try tomorrow. See if you can get through tomorrow without sugar. See if you can get through tomorrow following this food plan. And so I said, I would try. And so I packed all my food. I'm, I was a school teacher. And so I packed all my food and I hid in my classroom and I didn't leave my room because I knew there were foods out there that I was going to want to eat and that I couldn't eat them. And you know what? I made it through that first day. And I, nobody was more amazed than I was. I was just totally amazed that I had, that I, that I had made it through one whole day without sugar and so, uh, or compulsively eating anything else. And so um, the next day I decided I would try it again and see if I could make it two days. And so I did, um, I did make it two days. Anyway, make a long story short, I was successful in a way at that time. And because I only had about 60 pounds to lose, I lost my weight fairly quickly. But I had figured out this, 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 this losing weight thing. All I had to do is quit eating sugar and white flour. And so I got real good at continuing to eat gray sheet. And I lost weight and I lost weight and I lost weight. And, you know, people were starting to say, you're too thin. You need to add food. So I added a banana. And then um, anyway, long story short, I became anorexic. 
And from there, I became bulimic. And then eventually, after two and a half years, I broke that abstinence and um, went out. I mean, went out. And um, I was having children. I had my daughter at that time and um, gained a lot of weight with her. And, but I had the secret, you see, because you guys taught me that I had an allergy of the body and that my allergy of the body would compel me to keep eating the sugar if I once I've started. So I could get off the sugar and I could lose weight. I could lose weight and I could get down to a normal weight. I have a lot of pictures of me and in my adult life at a regular weight, but um, I never could keep it off. I could never keep it off. And so I would, you know, something would happen and I would have one little piece of something thinking of, I could control it this time. And sure enough, the next thing I knew, I'd weigh 180, 190 pounds. And then I would start again. And, um, and so then I, my weight fluctuated back and forth over the next, I'm going to jump real fast here, the next 40 years. My weight fluctuated from um, 90 pounds, well, at one point, I got down to 88 pounds. So from 88 pounds to um, 226 pounds. And um, the entire time, I was miserable. I hated myself. I hated my body. I hated my eating. I hated everything about life. I just was not in a good place at all. If I was thin, I wasn't thin enough. If I was fat, I wasn't thin enough. There was nothing I could do that would make me happy. And so I um, um, eventually I um, ended up with custody of my three-year-old grandson, which threw me into a total loop. And that was when I started eating nothing but sugar. And um, after about two months of that or three months of that, I realized where I was headed and, and, the, and the craziness, I don't know about you, but sugar makes me crazy, makes me angry, makes me, you know, just violent, makes me all kinds of nasty things. And so I knew I had to do something because I had this little three-year-old at home now that I was taking care of. And I was still working at that time and I was trying to work and take care of him at the same, same time. And he's autistic and has ADHD and has OCD and all kinds of, he's got more letters after his name than a doctor. But um, he, um, I couldn't cope with him. And so I came to program because I knew I needed help. If I was gonna deal with him, I had to have help. And so I once again grabbed a sponsor, started following her directions. It took me about mm, two months to get abstinent. You know, I would try and I'd get three or four days and then I'd break it and then I'd get two or three days and then I'd break it. But eventually um, in October, I got uh, October 12th, I got abstinent and the compulsion to overeat was just lifted. And I can't take any credit for that. I can't take any credit for my abstinence because I am not doing it. My higher power is doing it. Um, so I definitely came into this program, you know, knowing that I was out of control and that I could not control my food. I knew that I had a higher power. And when you said my higher power could help me, 
I believed it. And so I went ahead and I turned it over. And sure enough, my higher power did do that. And then I started following the steps and I turned my will and my life over to the care of that higher power, which was not as easy as it sounded. For me, that was a sometimes a five or six times a day thing. I'd say, okay, God, here's my will in my life. And then I'd take it back. And then I'd say, no, okay, I'm trying to do it again. Here, God, here's my will in my life. And then I'd take it back. So for me, step three, even today, is not a one and done. Step three for me is something that you do whenever you start taking your, for me, whenever I start taking my will back, I, I have to do another step three. I did step four or five. I admitted my faults. I was amazed. I was amazed that I had all these faults. For some reason, I saw myself as this wonderful, nice person. And I, I, I thought I was so giving and, and just so good. And then I sat down with my sponsor after doing my first fourth step and she started circling things. Okay, there's selfishness and there's, you know, this and there's that. And she'd circle them on my paper. And until by the time we got done, you know, um, I was well aware of my faults <laughs> and, and, and but amazed because I, honest to God, did not see them. And so I then continued to work the rest of the steps, continued to abstain. Um, the big book is my Bible. I, um, I read the big book every day. I um, sponsored by the big book. One of the biggest blessings in my life has been sponsorship. Once you've been through the steps, quickly get yourself a sponsee because it's the best gift you can give yourself. Um, it, it helps so much to hear what I need to hear coming out of my own mouth talking to a sponsee because that's what ends up happening half the time. And um, I always ask, you know, in my morning prayers that I'm allowed to be of service and um, that, that and so I do that. And, and when I'm working with my sponsees, that's my, that's my focal point. Can I be of service to this person? Um, today, I go to um, about six meetings a week. Um, I talk to my sponsor uh, six days a week. I um, eat my food plan all the time. And um, I am, today I have a, a life of peace and serenity that I never, ever, ever thought I would have. Never in a million years. For me, the promises have come true in my life. You know, that fear of economic insecurity, gone. The fear of people, gone. The fear of, 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 of just about everything is gone. Now I'm getting to an age where I'm getting some fear about old age but I'm working with my sponsor on that and I pray about it every day. Um, and, um, but for the most part, I live a very peaceful, very relaxed, I'm retired now, of course. So I have time to sponsor lots of people and, um, and they're, my, they're my blessing. They're just my blessing. And uh, this program has been a blessing for me. And, um, with that, I think I will stop.
I don't know how long I took, but I did it as fast as I could. And thank you for letting me share.